glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on, let's go. Hey, I'd like to have 75 degrees and sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through right in rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. All the giggles. Hey, welcome back to the Put Me In Coach podcast, everybody. Bobby Blanco, Ian Foster, Tom Natale, Gregory Porter. That is your foursome back after a hey. week hiatus. We took a bye week last week um, from podcasting after the Redskins or the Washington football team. Jar um, had a bye week Jar and Riggs. came back to play the New York football giants. Uh, be sure to give us a follow on all your favorite podcasting platform spotify apple podcast google podcast and soundcloud and don't forget social media uh instagram i forgot social media instagram twitter facebook at pmic podcast all across the board we really appreciate you guys following along and subscribing and spreading the word and listening so thank you so much before we get into the nitty-gritty want to give a shout out to our resident gregory Stop. porter Stop it. Want to wish him a happy Veterans Day. Today is Veterans, happy Veterans, Veterans Day, sir. Thank you. Accepted, Thank you. Gregory. Thank November you. 11th. <laughs> this Guinness is for you, sir. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I had to Thank you, sir. I appreciate um, it. Had a great day. I don't think we thank not just you, but also veterans across the, our great country enough for how much they've done for us Americans, especially in this crazy yeah. 2020 year. So... We thank you for your service and all that you've done for us, um, and that comes from the bottom of our hearts. We had a meeting about it. We're all very upset about how little we get thanked. <laughs> Pure well, terrorism from the world. Everyone that's wanted a, to post it on. That's a really <laughs> funny episode of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I love that episode from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Everyone wanted to post something on social media. I didn't know how you would feel about it, so I avoided it, and I figured I would just give you a shout-out on the podcast. I, I didn't post anything today on social media. I liked a bunch of my friends' stuff. I've stayed away from Facebook now for whenever the last time we talked about Social Dilemma. I haven't really been on it. Um, right. I, I've checked it a couple of times. It like shows up on my computer, but I I don't know. I, I stopped doing it. Um, it doesn't bother me. It's, it's, it's nice. It's a nice gesture. And I, it, it, people do it in the, you know, their best and, you know, intentions. And I, I told you Bobby earlier, and I've told Ian this before. It's the, the weird part is when people thank you, it's kind of like, thank you for your service kind of thing is I know the accepted nomenclature, but for me, it just embarrasses me. I'm just like, I didn't do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for my oh, God. Did it for me for selfish reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah, happy Happy Veterans Day is perfectly acceptable because that's what it is. It's it's a nice just recognition of of service. So, and that's what I did. I had a great day. And yeah, what do veterans What do veterans specifically you do on Veterans Day? Uh, I'd say the majority drink. Uh, I did some of that today. Here, here. Uh, if you haven't heard me slurring yet but clinky clinky um i just i just now i take it easy um i just you know kind of do things that it's it's a treat yourself day oh yeah um to me that's how yeah, i whiskey is i just i just do fun things <laughs> yes you know uh if golf were 
acceptable or if it wasn't shitty outside, I probably would have played golf. I mean, um, if it were not for the rain. It was rain. nice the entire week. <laughs> I know, right? Right? Oh, I, I was trying to play golf today. Nice the entire fucking week. Yeah. Yep. Horseshit. What do veterans dream of? <laughs> when they take a little bit Big titty hookers. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Gregory? Um, I thought we, I thought we were purging the, the podcast of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we can get into that later, too, because that not affects us, but it's kind of correlated to our medium. Um, mm-hmm. And I think something that we all we didn't talk about and something that we all have thoughts about. But uh, that being the uh, the Chad Dukes firing from 106.7 The Fan, uh, I think it was actually two weeks ago, uh, yeah. almost mm-hmm. to the day. Uh, I think it was like a day or two after we recorded our last podcast. But yeah, we don't delve into that right now. But sure. just to uh, circle back, uh, Gregory, today's your day. Also, your birthday's coming up. So November is definitely what? Who told you? the month for Gregory. 23rd? <laughs> yes, correct. I thought it was, I thought it was uh, June 9th. No, that's I the better you. birthday. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? How can a birthday be better? That didn't make any sense. Uh, because I was born on that day. If so facto. Lies. If so facto. I already convinced like half of your friends that that's not your birthday. That so. was funny as hell. <laughs> I'm included. <laughs> Me included. We're genuinely confused about when my birthday was because oh God, of Porter. So good. <laughs> I'm just convinced I'm never going to know when Ian's actual birthday is. <laughs> and I'll never show you my ID. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is never going to happen. I, I'm for the birth certificate. Show the birth certificate. <laughs> Not until you show your taxes. <laughs> I just imagine Ian's going to do the bit where on my deathbed, he's going to be like, I was born in February. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You're assuming you're going to die before Ian? Yeah, that's, that's no, also no, I mean, die. No, I'm dying first. That's what he said. You're, you're the oh, last on his eat. death. Oh, okay. On my deathbed. No, no, no. I thought you were going to his deathbed. I said my deathbed. in his ear while he's dying. I said my deathbed. No, what is Dude, the... I'm... Tom, you're going to live to be 95. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be miserable the entire time. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's the that's the biggest happy birthday, Tom, that you're going to get. What are the... Coming around the corner. Don't look at me. What are the odds that Doctor Strange gives the Avengers in Infinity War? That's the odds that... I die before yeah. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> one in 14 million. Yeah. Uh, I... <laughs> but there's just the one. <laughs> there's that one. I just watched that the other night again. Uh, if so I had good. to guess, it's going to be Ian, Keith Richards, and some cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, hey, I'll, I will rage with Keith Richards. Just, uh, just sitting around a fire eating Twinkies. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Got to appreciate the little things. Yeah. All right. Nice. Speaking of the uh, little things, the football team did not do that on Sunday, this past Good Sunday, story. as they lost to Good the story. Giants 23 to 20 in uh, absolutely infuriating fashion, uh, in which the football team had five turnovers. Um, we once again lost another quarterback to a gruesome leg injury. And um, as we like to say often in this podcast, Back to the pile. Back, Back to, to the pile. pile. Virginia's doing great. I mean, are we winning off the field? I'm. No. I don't know. <laughs> are they even doing their breast cancer awareness thing this month? I don't know. Well, that was October, actually. Never mind. Yeah. So we're not. Look, oh, God, we're not winning anywhere on the field. 
goddamn November. Yeah. I mean, it's just how dare you? We didn't get to <laughs> we didn't get to preview this game, but we mm-hmm. obviously talked about it amongst ourselves off air um, on our group chat. And you know, I said last week that I don't think people were talking about. Maybe I missed it, but I don't think we were. People were talking enough about how much this was a must win for the Washington football team if they were going to actually compete for the division. You have to beat the Giants, who are, by all accounts are worse than you. They, on paper, are a, a, not as good of a team as the Washington football team. Um, they were a two-point conversion away from winning the first game, and or you can even say a Kyle Allen fumble return for a touchdown away from winning the first game. Um, so if you're serious about winning this division, which is, of course shitty and crappy and no one deserves to win it, then this was a must win because the next three games following this game are very winnable. And that puts you in a great position to end up winning the NFC East or, you know, going into the last quarter of the season in a good spot. Uh, and just to come out the way they did off a bye to why Washington can't, you know, I love Ron Rivera so much for everything he's done off the field and what he's doing on the field and in that clubhouse. But, oh, my God, no matter who's in charge, this team cannot come off a bye and look like a competent football team. What is the fucking deal? Um, Can someone explain? I've added added the 12th rule. The 12th rule is never went after a bye. Never went after a bye. I think it's impossible. It's impossible. Uh, it, it really no, is. It doesn't matter the coaching staff. Doesn't matter the players. Like it's just, it's just not possible. Every single time, it's um, also not possible to beat Daniel Jones. I mean, that's literally. It, the question now is, what year are we going to beat him? I think it's this. Uh, What's the over under? Twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. Ask Doctor Strange again. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't, so. Yeah. You know what was so frustrating about on, about Sunday? The, we turned the ball over five times. The Giants turned it over zero. Five to zero in the turnover ratio. And we lost by three. If you turn the ball over five times, normally, in a normal game, you're getting blown out. Blown out. And that just shows you, Bobby, to your point, that you know the talent discrepancy, I mean, we, we, we're the better team. At least it should be from a talent perspective. Uh, and... You know, there's no way in hell you're going to be able to win a game when you turn the ball over that many times. Yep. Wow. Actually, so the last time we won a game following a bye was 2017 in week six. This was actually the next game after the Monday night game against Kansas City where uh, oh, Josh – the, the Raid? Josh Doxon – no, it was the 49ers. We beat the 49ers 26-24 at home at a 1 o'clock game. game. Um, that was our last time we won coming off a bye. I'm gonna keep going back to see how often this actually happens because I don't think it happens very often. No. But yeah, it's it's just it's just unbel- I mean I, I don't understand, and not to mention coming off a bye, coming off a dominating win over a hated rival at home. Uh, the Giants are on a short week. They played a Monday night and they should have beat the Bucks, but they didn't. Uh, and then. Also, it's their first game where FedEx Field is hosting fans. I mean, why did we pick? I mean, everyone on this podcast picked them to win. Why did we think that was going to add up to a win? How dumb are we? I mean, you you just take that off me, regardless. (laughs) I mean, I blame Tom. Yeah, yeah, it's one thousand percent my fault. One thousand percent. 
it, when it seems, so, I think. I mean, Tom, I, I add a. First... I'm gonna add a rule thirteen. If it seems too good to be true, it's too good to be true. Fair. The second um, Tom said that he, we all had the same picks. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, we're gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no way. It's like the Monday night count, like the Monday night NFL. It's like every every analyst picks this one. Oh, they're gonna lose. Yep. Yep. It's the uh, the announcer's curse when they say this person's made twenty straight free throws and doink. Um, hasn't missed from inside the forty in yeah. fifty five attempts. Yeah, Clint. and um, you know it was just going to be one of those games, right? I mean, instantly in which uh, Antonio Gibson fumbled on the first on our first play, and. You know, Logan Thomas, I think, had like two separate occasions to be able to take it. He didn't fall on the ball. He tried to pick it up. And uh, that was it's so kind of just – it was just emblematic of um, uh, of how the game was going to go. And that's what's – it was a close competitive game, and we tried to go for the win, going for two, and it didn't work. Um, but – like all of these, you know, the five turnovers were on us. Um, those were mental errors and, and just total screw ups. And it, it just, it's examples such as that where like every, it shows in every advanced measure, we should not be a team going for the playoffs. Yes. It's not even the five. I mean, think about it. It's how we got to the five turnovers. It's those last mm. two are two interceptions by Alex Smith, who by all accounts, his whole thing, his career is not turning the ball over. And he throws two egregious picks on potential game-winning drives in the fourth quarter. You know, say what you will about the defense. They allowed three points in the second half, and they got off the field when they needed to in the fourth quarter um, and get to give his offense a chance. And to throw the interceptions that he did, I mean, I think the second one, he got deked, which that happens. Mm-hmm. That's just unfortunate. But the first one was just a, a floater in the middle of the field. Why are we throwing mm-hmm. to their best? I mean, Bill Preppers have been all over the field. All day. Us. Why are we throwing anywhere near him? Wherever he is, throw opposite. I don't understand yeah. that. Uh, and Alex Smith at how old is he? Thirty five. I mean, he needs to understand. He needs to know that. I mean, I get you're being thrown into the game, not being the starter. It's you got to get adjusted to the game of, of the pace of the game, everything. Blah 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 blah. But he is a seasoned vet. This is why he's mm-hmm. here. Um, and so those two turnovers at the end of the game were just so egregious. It should have been. Three turnovers and a W for the Washington football team. Either way, turnovers killed us. And, you know, furthermore, and I know it sounds like we're just kind of beating a dead horse, but we witnessed another gruesome leg injury. Yep. And once again, we lose another starting quarterback. Uh, Kyle Allen is out for the year, and it's really – it just freaking sucks. And, um, you know, this was his – probably going to be his best opportunity to see if he could actually be a starter in the league and an offense that he seemed very, very familiar with and was managing the game quite well. Um, And I mean, I watched, I, when they showed the replay, I just like screamed out. I was like, Oh my God, again, it happened again. Is it, I think happening again, that's a crazy coincidence, but I think the fact that they've all happened on the same field, that yep. cannot be coincidence. 38-yard line. <laughs> RG3. Was that the same fucking yard line? Yeah. RG3, Alex Smith, Kyle Allen. I mean, I know Joe Theismann didn't play at FedEx Field, but point remains. It's like, good God. And if Kyle oh, Allen plays uh, the rest of the game, yeah. 
<laughs> I think Washington comes back and wins that game pretty easily. Probably. I don't think he throws two other picks. I don't think so either. I thought he, uh, he was looking good. He, I felt the most comfortable with Kyle Allen at the yeah. end. That's just crazy to me. Yeah, and I think what Kyle Allen is going to be, regardless of this injury, is he's going to be a high-end backup or like a low-end starter. And that is, that's awesome. That's a win for a guy you exchange for a fifth round pick. Like you need a Kyle Allen on the team. And it just, it just feels like as soon as that happened, just, uh, I don't hear an echo. Yes, I do. Yep. I don't hear an echo. I hear someone's TV on. Anyways, this is going to start to discuss yeah. in the middle Sorry. of the podcast. Meant to be in text so that it <laughs> wasn't Sorry. interrupting. For all our listeners who can clearly anyways. read our text messages. <laughs> well, I haven't sent Ian the inappropriate and weird gifts yet, but they're coming. They're coming. I'm waiting for it. They're coming. Let's I wait go. for it every week. I'm like, what's the weirdest shit on the internet I can send Ian randomly on the podcast with no context whatsoever? I like it. It's like we can't have our fucking weird things in person anymore so it's got to be <laughs> gifts now hey gifts, um, gifts can be fun spoiler alert the japanese ones are the best <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh those tentacles you know what the devil um, so so i did ahead. you think that was a a dirty play by jabril preppers because he kind of swept his leg i i I didn't think so. I don't. I mean, I didn't think so either. He got flagged for it, right? The, the flag was tripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think. He, I mean, he meant to trip him, but I don't think he meant to break his ankle. Yeah. Like I, that was like a, just a freak. I don't even think that it was a direct. Thinking back on it, I don't think it was a direct like correlation to his ankle. I think it got cut in the turf, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, I mean, he you, blew up. You know that we are. Um, you know that we are uh, tortured as football team fans when we got like the report that yes, Kyle Allen's out for the season, but it's not that bad. Like, you know, like not catastrophic career ending level bad, which is what we're used to. So. Yeah. So we I, got that going for good. us, <laughs> which is nice. And Ron Rivera coming out and saying that, you know, not ruling out out for the season. So it's like, well, he's going to be, like, what, what good is he coming back in week 17? Yeah. What yeah, do you mean? We're so, going to the playoffs. I mean, that honestly, that game could be for the NFC East against the Eagles. It could. So, Flex the Sunday Night Football. Let's go. Speaking of <laughs> no. uh, beating beating a dead horse, I'm gonna we have to we have to talk about this again. So right after the game, Ron Rivera was interviewed and asked who the starter is, and he says it's Alex's. Um, Bobby, Ian, do you want Alex Smith to be the starting quarterback for the duration of the season? No. Ian. No, no. What are we know. doing I'm here? Say no as well. So <laughs> what we 15th, would you say? Fifteenth overall pick. We're doing here. I, I I really don't understand this now, especially that Kyle Allen is out. Um, that okay? One, I have like anxiety. Alex playing a full season. I, I like every time he gets tackled. I mean, it is. I can't be the only one that thinks that. I mean, if no. you're his teammates, the defenders, everyone, it's just, it's an incredible story. And he's going to be the comeback player of the year, regardless for it. But I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how, even without his leg injury, how a 36, seven year old quarterback can withstand an entire season. 
with our offensive line. Let's just say that now. Get that out of the way so everyone knows that, like, obviously, we're just re- retweet everything Tom just said about Alex Smith. You know, great story. Obviously, wish him the best. Admire the determination, the work that he put in, yada, 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 yada. He should not be starting. That's just fact. Like, and it's not even from, like, for me at least, it's not even from we need to see Dwayne play. It's just he can't do the things that Dwayne can. Mm-hmm. His arm strength isn't nearly what it was. He didn't have a strong arm to begin with. It wasn't nearly what it was in his prime. He can't throw the ball downfield. He's not mobile at all. Dwayne brings at least a some level of athleticism. He has a cannon for an arm. Yeah, he's got a fastball. We know that. Dwayne at least opens up the playbook a little bit. I think Alex Smith closes the playbook and and hinders Scott uh, Turner and what he can do with this mm-hmm. offense. That's already hindered by, like you mentioned, a shitty offensive line. Only Terry McLaurin on the outside. Strong running back options, I'll give you that, but that's pretty much it. And that's how they're going to win the rest from here on out. But I, I, I think Dwayne is your best chance just be just on athleticism alone to go forward. And, and then couple oh, that I with... I beer after this. <laughs> couple that with, like Ian said, he's our 15th overall pick. We need to play him. Got to play him. No, I think... Ron, for Ron, it's you guys should see Alex going through his progressions. Whether or not he has all the attributes that Dwayne does, he clearly does not. But he he goes through his progressions, and you actually see him going one, two, three, and then trying to find the guy. And I really think that's Ron's biggest take is Dwayne doesn't know the offense, and he just stares receivers down. I also think it's it's got to be a personal thing too, a character issue. Something had to happen. So right. There's something more that we don't know. Like he must have done something where he's in timeout for the rest of his career here in Washington. Dwayne's yes. been a bad boy. Because it doesn't make sense. So, okay, if you want to bench him because Kyle Allen gives you a chance to win and you want to evaluate him as well, I get it. I disagree with it, but I get it. Um, so if Dwayne Haskins isn't a part of the long-term future and this team is not – we are not a playoff caliber team, Maybe it's time that you can try to find to get the best value for Dwayne Haskins and continue him to ride the bench and go on this smear campaign is just, even if in fact that's true, it's devaluing what you're going to be able to get for him. So why don't you play him and see what you get? And I mean, I just feel like that puts you in such a better position just using common sense, but you know, that's never been used in, in Ashburn. What's what's common sense, Tom? I don't oh, understand no. that phrase. Um, well, what about that Darren? Oh, is it Darren Haynes? Darren Hayes? I, mm-hmm. I, I forget. I'm sorry. I'm butchering his name. I'm sorry, Darren. Uh, WSA nine sports anchor, and I think they're uh, like head of the sports department. Report that saying Dwayne, since being benched, has put in more hours studying and has stayed after practice more and worked with. The receivers, even off campus, even off, you know, the Redskins practice field, uh, putting in extra hours to work at it. I mean, that's all well and good. We're never going to know if that actually pans out if we don't see him play. Yeah. And also, for the record, I think we're going to see him play again at some point. I think so. I, I think so. Too. I think it's going to be one of two things. I think either Alex is going to get hurt 
as Redskins quarterbacks, I mean, Washington football team quarterbacks do, Jar. Um, or two, Alex is just not going to be good enough. He's not going to be able to, like I said, not going to be able to extend plays, not going to be able to throw the ball downfield when they want to. And yeah. they're they're going to see an they're going to squeeze out like one or two wins, excuse me, one or two wins over the next three weeks, and again see that glimmer of the NFC East and be like, Alex hasn't played well enough. Our defense is playing well. Our offensive weapons have playing well. Maybe Dwayne does give us a better shot to win, and then they're going to throw him in there after we the have game. a three game three game stretch in which we played the Steelers, the 49ers, and the Seahawks. Punt all of those. Maybe not the 49ers, though. Um, yeah, but even with Depending. that, like, if it's like, like what's going to piss me off, and this is what I think is going to happen at some point soon, is we're going to be down like 38 to 10 or something in the fourth quarter, and it's meaningless at this point, and Ron's still not going to put Dwayne in. Mm-hmm. And that, like, that's when we'll know that there's literally something that happened off the field. Something must have happened, like right. And I know Daryl Green even came out and put it on Twitter today, or, um, in an interview, saying that Dwayne was arrogant, um, which I agree. But yeah, probably shouldn't have said went to the press about that. Well, Daryl Green, as much as we love him, was supposed to be a douchebag too. So that is true. Um, so with all with that in mind, is let's try to make sense as to why Alex is starting. I mean, Ron's been a, it's a lifespan playing, like playing and coaching football. How does he think we're actually capable of, of making noise? Cause I think he sees, I don't understand. Like he sees I don't know what he's doing the here. antithesis of, <laughs> <laughs> of Dwayne, you know, he, Alex Smith, obviously the three turnovers, maybe even more on uh Sunday withstanding, but uh, you know, Alex Smith's whole background throughout his career is not turning the ball over and being safe with the ball and checking down, which we saw him do to some success in his small time playing on Sunday. That's why McKissick and Gibson had big days in Terry McLaurin. You know, he looks deep and then he checks down. That's what he does. And Ron would rather trust that than Dwayne Haskins, who is more prone to turnovers. Now, it's funny that that's the reason, in my mind at least, and we just saw Alex Smith turn the ball over three times on Sunday, but, you know, law of averages say that Alex Smith will turn the ball over less often than Dwayne Haskins, and that's what, I, and to me, that's what Ron's riding. In, in his mind, his defense is good enough to stop teams from scoring, at least the teams that they see equivalent of, like Detroit, Cincinnati, Dallas, not Pittsburgh and, and Seattle, uh, and then that Alex Smith would not turn the ball over as much in order to win. To me, that's what he sees. That's what he's going to ride. Yeah. Just, I, I don't get it. I just really don't get it. Um, all right, so moving on with the, the actual game itself, uh, we I know we like to do a studs and duds. Is there still an echo, guys? Yeah, I do hear it actually now. Hold on, let me take my out. It happens mainly when. Nope, there it is. I was gonna say when Tom was talking, but yeah. What about when Gregor is talking? Is it better? I didn't do it. It's not me. Yeah, I mean, I don't hear it now. I don't hear it now either. Yeah. That's I, weird. I don't know. Oops. Um, maybe it's the roadcaster. 
Don't you talk ill about my roadcaster. I will take it back. I, I will mute you, sir. No. <laughs> Bobby has all the power. <laughs> um, um, some studs and duds, guys. Uh, Cam Sims had himself a day over three, ca- three catches over 100 yards. Um, he should be starting opposite of Terry McLaurin for the rest of the season, please. I'm good on Dontrell Inman. Um, you know, Cam Sims has kind of been a, a guy that's shined in the preseason and training camp for like what three years now, and now he's really getting an opportunity, and he's he's doing something with it. He has that kind of, which I guess is like easy to compare now. I guess it was like we didn't think to make this comparison last year, but like he has that kind of Terry mentality. Who Terry's an All Pro, never forget. He's our captain. Oh, Terry, my Terry. Uh, Back the fuck up. Hey, 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 hey. He's yours. He's yours. I did, I did call dibs first, but I'll give them to you. Um, <laughs> what huh? did you say? <laughs> but, no, but Sims, like, I, I, the handful of times that he, he, I mean, he had so many yards after catch on Sunday. Like, he has that mentality of, I'm getting the ball and I'm going. That one play he made wasn't like a third of long on the right-hand side, and he broke a couple tackles and made a big gain. Like, that's almost what this offense needs because, again, we're not going to be able to press the ball downfield. We're going to need receivers to catch the ball in the middle of the field to check downs and then make plays after the catch. And Sims showed that. And we know he's got athleticism. Like, that's not that was never the question. It was just can you take the next step and become a reliable receiver on the outside? He did on Sunday. Um, can you do that against Detroit? Can you do that against Cincinnati's weak ass secondary and Dallas's weak ass secondary remains to be seen. But if he can, I mean, I, I mean, it's a guy that could be a part of this rebuild, uh, a bigger part of this rebuild, I should say, uh, moving forward. Yeah, we him and Steven Sims. Let's see now that he's back from so injured reserve. Let, let's see if he could be a slot receiver of the future. I doubt it, but I mean, there's still guys you want on the roster. So. Um, you know, anytime you're not Terry McLaurin, you're not, there's the defense is not going to be focused on you. So you're going to have opportunities. Which says a lot about Terry too, that the defense is focused on him and he's still making plays. Yep. He's, he's unbelievable. Oh my God. I, I'm so sorry. He's here. He, we, <laughs> he, he deserves deserve better. This. Yep. Get your jerseys while you can. I'll take it. We got two more years. <laughs> Um, um, as far as some other studs, I thought Dustin Hopkins kicked himself into keeping a job this week. Um, yeah, big field goals. He made field goals. Thank you. Um, who else? We Cam Curl played every every single snap on Sunday. He looks like he he is obviously going to be playing Landon Collins's role, and uh, I mean that's a lot to ask from a, a seventh-round rookie. Yeah. You're asked to replace the what, the third-highest-paid safety in the league. Yeah. You're a seventh-round rookie. And he played admirably. He, hey, he seems up for, the, up for the job. He's not going to play as well, obviously. but he was, hey. he was also the one to sack Daniel Jones on their last offensive drive to get the ball back. Now, he should have swiped the ball for a fumble, but, I mean, who's, I'm not going to nit. I'm not gonna pick nits, but I mean he he played well. He uh, was it 
in the first quarter, he, he got burned, but after that, he played pretty solidly. Yeah. And, I mean, you're going to expect mistakes like that from yeah. a, a rookie and then especially one that was maybe not even on the roster going into the season. So uh, we'll see what his role is going in the future. I mean, Landon Collins was really, really bad this season, and I'm, I'm not sure if he was just in a slump or he's just not a good fit for this Jack Del Rio offense. But um, if that's the case, we're paying a guy a lot of money to play quite mediocre. So maybe there's a scenario where Cam Curls are starting strong safety in the future. Would love I mean, that. I, I would take that in a heartbeat. The steal. Yeah. Um, as far as duds are concerned, I just wrote the linebackers. Um, the running game, we were gashed by Alfred Morris. And Gallman. And Wayne Gallman. And uh, their, what the fuck's a Wayne their Gallman? left tackle. What the fuck is juice? <laughs> it was bad. So then I guess in all, like, what is this team? Because we were so happy two weeks ago and we were so dominant against Dallas. And then we, I don't know, reverted back to us, just complete yin and yang. In the game in which we were favored, the only game I think we've been favored this season so far. For sure. Uh, This team is still, I want to say, what, a game and a half back in their division? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm so scared. Oh, so, all right, here, here's where we are. This is, this team is, uh, to finish your your line of uh, thought there, Tom, this team is exactly where we didn't want them to be. <laughs> yes. It's literally exactly where we don't, it's, they're, medi- they're mediocre. They are mediocre. They are probably going to finish somewhere between 4 and 12 and maybe 6 and 10 on the upside. Right after losing, yeah. I mean, they would have to beat, they would have to win their next three games to get closer to seven and nine um, against Detroit, Cincinnati, and Dallas on Thanksgiving. So they are exactly where we don't want them to be. They're not bad enough to warrant a top three or top five pick, but they're not good enough to also win this division and make the playoffs. So they're going to land between 12 and 15 or 10 and 15 in next year's draft, which we've said countless times on this podcast is the definition of mediocrity and how you literally go nowhere in this league. Yep. Now, not to say you can't find talent in those spaces. Jonathan Jonathan Allen was a a, a pick, what, 15 or later? So Mm -hmm. was Deron Payne. Um, Obviously, Montez Sweat, but we traded for him. But... For a rebuilding team, we've supposedly we a rebuilding like, team. Again, we haven't had an all-pro player in over, what, 25 years? Since uh, the 90s, and he was a punter or a kicker? We, yeah, we, we need punter, a right? yeah, I think it was a punter. We need an all-pro player. So, and with this group of quarterbacks coming out and presumably punting on Dwayne, I mean, I just, we're, I, to me, I, I'm seeing like a 5-11 and 11 finish, a six yep. and ten finish, and in a good quarterback class. Yep, and picking near the back end of the top ten, or even outside the top ten, and that's not what I want. I want top five or playoffs. Okay, we're landing in the yep. middle, and that's not good in my mind. If we land in the middle, would we be able to get what's his name, Zach Johnson from BYU? Taylor Wilson. Ta- Wilson. 
What is his name? Taylor Wilson. What about the Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Now there it is. Thank you. Well. Simba. Well. Zach. Oh, Wilson. that's ironic. Zach Wilson. Yep. Is that what I said? Zach Johnson. Yeah. What about the? He's a stud. Another name being tossed around good. is that Alabama kid. Uh, Jones. Yep. Then um, Alabama. Justin Fields is going to be really good. No, no, Ohio State quarterbacks. I'm good. <laughs> I want nothing. I want nothing to do with any Ohio. State yeah, I'm actually. I'm with that. Overrated. Yeah. Oh, until Fields. until one hits, I'm good. Bye. Bye. Um, guys, am I still echoing? We all are. We all are. Yeah. Weird. Okay. It's garbage. We're not even really a sports podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, as he's playing Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go to segue into Pick'em. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. Here are our last week's results. There is a one, two, three, four, five way tie for first place. Unacceptable. All four PMIC members with 10. Let's go. And Wait. Emily Umo with 10. Yes. <laughs> she's, she's killing it, dude. She's killing it. Uh, Wait, so we all have the same picks? Uh, no. Well, but, um, us three did. Yeah, I know. Us, us three, three did. did. But same we're, score. We're, yeah. I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have fucking picked those. Like, oh, I would have had 12 if I didn't do that shit. Yeah. And then um, Uma's gonna be like, so I need to make up some ground. I need, I need to take some crazy bets here. Uma's gonna be so pissed. Yeah. Uh, it gets worse. Uh, Healy and Cookie finish second with nine, right. and then Daniela and Umo uh, finished last with eight. Right. <laughs> it was a two point fucking Spread. discrepancy. Yeah. Yep. Damn. And by the way, Healy changed her uh, pick from the Saints to the Bucks. Um, oh, before the game, I know so, she's so mad. About so that. mad! I oh my gosh, she was bucks. so pissed. She didn't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, ask her. She said she didn't sleep. She's. I know you were. You heard of the entire game too. We yep. need to make a trophy for Pickham. I agree. Yep. So here are the um, here are the current stand, cumulative standings. First place is Tom with ninety four. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Illusion. Second place, Ian with 90. No, that guy's – I like that guy. Third Wait, what place, did you have? I have 94. Yeah, those people can kiss my ass! <laughs> uh, third place, Bobby has 89. I'm five behind you? Wait, how? That's what I thought um, last week it was close. I thought I was last week I was only two behind you. Or three. Last week you were five behind me. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I went from I had three more than you week seven, two more than week eight, and then another. We we're tied. He just keeps dabbing on yeah. you, Bobby. Yeah, shit. Death by a thousand paper cuts. You should do a TikTok. Dabbing. So I'm four behind, and how many of those were Redskins? Um, almost all of them. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Like... Um, or football team. <laughs> Uh, so Bobby's 89, fourth place. Nice. There is a tie with Porter, Daniela, Healy with 87. Shit. All right. Next, 
Uma with 83. Ugh. After that, it's Cookie with <laughs> 81. That sounds terrible. I hate to Emily with 60, but she, again, started much later. That so. is hilarious. She, she's been killing it. She's really good. If she beats Umo, <laughs> that'll be the greatest. Oh, man. It'll that'd be, be like Maryland be hilarious. beating Penn State as a 27 and a half point dog. Hey. <laughs> I am a she, Emily. Emily missed four straight weeks. Or, or how many weeks did she miss? She started second half week three. Yeah. Oh, week three. Okay, so she's two games behind. Yeah, I mean those. Uh, well, those numbers make sense then if she's two games behind. So sixty to eighty-three in picks would have meant that two weeks she to be even with Umo, she would have had to make, uh, you know, like, like ten or thirteen or yeah. twelve and eleven or whatever. So, but that's the pace she's going at. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. That's what's crazy. So as long as she keeps getting ten, as long as she keeps getting double digits, and Umo, and keeps, Umo keeps sucking, picking <laughs> fucking eights and sevens, she's she's got enough time to catch up. Absolutely, um, I mean, Umo's got to have some shitty weeks. So I do. He want does. To go over... I think that's the thing. It's like he's had multiple. Like how many? How many seven weeks does he have? He's had a good amount. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Does he also pick the Washington football team? He has picked the football team a few times. No one has picked the football team to the level of Ian, obviously, but. Ride or die, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Every week I'm just like leading up to it. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Girl, don't do it. I wake up Sunday morning. I'm I'm so excited. I'm just like, oh, you know the Redskins are to win this. I'm not going to do it. I'm just thinking about it. (laughs) All right. So around the league, I wanted um, a few stories. One, there is an absolutely changing of the guard in the AFC East. The Bills are 7-2. and The Miami Dolphins look really freaking good at 5-3. The Dolphins' point differential is 61 points, plus 61. That's insane. I did not know that. Miami's good. They played the Cardinals really fucking well. Yep. Holy yes, they shit. did. And, um, I mean. They this, have more picks coming. Yeah, they get the Texans pick. Those poor, those uh, poor, poor uh, Patriots fans. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. And um, so how good is Buffalo? How good is Miami? Well, Miami's defense is crazy. Very which I feel like came out of left field. Like, what acquisitions they did they their, make? Um, their first-round pick from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Their defense is, is is nuts right now. Like, I've been hesitant to pick them up just mm-hmm. because, like, I mean, they, they have had a couple of, like, games that are – they have – I think their average right now blows them out um, where they've had uh, – I think it was two games ago against the Patriots or somebody that they had 22 points. So it – bump them up to like number five. I don't think they're that good. They're definitely a top top ten defense. But I don't know. Jeez. Well it's let's see. And Brian Flores has done an amazing job as their coach. I mean I know Mike Tomlin's getting a lot of credit um for the job he's doing in Pittsburgh as he should. Um but what Brian Flores is doing um, after being given the keys to a really, really bad situation, has done a fantastic job. I don't know if this is – maybe their point differential isn't as telling, but 
they are tied with the Steelers, who are considered maybe one of the best defense, if not the best defense in the league, with the third fewest points allowed in the AFC. Wow. Behind only the Colts and the Ravens. And that's obviously due to who you play, um, but that's pretty telling. I mean, the Dolphins are sandwiched between... And they have more picks coming. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes, they do. They have they the have Texans. Houston's pick. Yep. Which right now is a top, what, seven pick or something? That top is four. how you rebuild. Give me that. Yep. <laughs> do that. But we wouldn't take a first-round pick for Trent Williams last year or two years ago, whatever. <laughs> Ian's face. <laughs> um, all right, so Ian, so what about the Bills, right guys? Josh Allen. So salty. Stephon Diggs leads the NFL sick. in catches and receiving yards. We'll go as far as he a terp. He a terp. I am a terp. I think they'll go as far as Allen takes them. When he's off, they they look like trash. But when he's on, two games he looked bad. Yeah, yeah. If if there's a fan base that deserves to watch their team in the first place, it's Buffalo. I I feel bad. I I love the Bills. Well, yeah. We know. <laughs> One day, buddy. I think I just need One to be day. like a AFC Bills fan. I belong there. If we got you a Bills t-shirt, <laughs> would you wear it? I think I would. Yeah, I think you would. Too. They know misery. They rage. Maybe more so than we do because they lost four in a row. One four to us. In a row. One to us. And they and they said that. We were the best team that they played. I mean, we were. They said they could have won the other three, but against us, it wasn't uh, wasn't a contest. Um, All right, the next one, guys, the Chargers keep losing in just unbelievable fashion. I feel so bad. I don't because they have their quarterback. Oh, true. They definitely do. I'm so... I really like Bulls. Todd Bulls, right? Head coach? Yeah. No, he's Anthony no. Lynn. Oh, Anthony Lynn. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Someone just said, yeah, that was wrong. I really like Anthony Lynn. I'm afraid that he's going to get fired. I Yeah, I don't think he should be. I don't now. think so. I don't think he should be either. I think, like, you, you can't lose that many. Like, I mean, Dan Quinn got fired. Yeah. You can't lose that many games. They, they lost what four in a row with a lead going into the fourth quarter. Like once, okay, yeah, that happens. You, you lose your job from that. Right. Twice, that's shitty. Three times, come on. Four times, what the fuck? I don't know. I mean, but but they have their quarterback. I mean, Justin Herbert looks so good. He's a stud. And to he think is, that people were down on him in the draft was is insane. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, last one. The Saints had a statement win against the Bucks. Jesus, the good Lord, was that game over right from the start? Um, the Thank- Saints look um, look like the one before, like the one of old. Now that Michael Thomas is back and um, they're getting healthy again, uh, Drew Brees looks great too. He does, and they also. I've always thought that this whole Taysom Hill experiment whatever that is mm-hmm. i've always thought that it just wasn't perfect like 
it was cute and fun. It worked every once in a while, but oftentimes it didn't. Whatever that was on Monday, no, not Monday night, Sunday night. It was a Sunday night game, right? Whatever that yes. was on Sunday night, that's what that should be. Especially now, Breeze is over 40. Give him time to rest. Don't He doesn't need to be chucking the ball 40, 45, 50 times a game like he was you know, a handful of years ago. Let this freak athlete take the snap. Who He can throw it or just run. The Bucks, who also have a very good defense, had no answer for him. And that opened everything up for that playbook. And, and that allowed Drew Brees just to pick them apart without having to break a sweat. And yes. Brady looked so lost. He really did. For the first, I mean. Really bad. I think statistically it was one of his worst, if not the worst game he's ever had in the regular season of his career. Oh, wow. Uh, I know I know. on the broadcast they said it was his third lowest QB rating in a regular season game in his career. And also, so, not to mention, that game gave me a fantasy yeah. whim over Dom. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ian went into that game down five. Tom has Brady. I have Mike Evans. So I'm thinking, okay, everything that Evans get, Brady's also going to get. Yeah. Brady finished with 2.6 points because he <laughs> threw three picks. And Mike Evans finished with 10 with four catches. <laughs> yep. For like, That's brutal. Yeah. And your boy pulled it out. Let's go. <laughs> Chasing Young back Happy in help, it, buddy. baby. Happy to help. That's what I'm here for. You're a cure-all. I got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now Saints look like a favorite in the NFC, and the Bucks look like they got some question marks. I, I think Antonio Brown, once he gets more familiar with the offense, they're going to light off, and I think Mike Evans is going to take a backseat, which sucks for me fantasy-wise. But I think Brady's thing is Brown, Gronk, and then who's number 10, the little white dude. I mean, he just loves little white receivers. He <laughs> Can't get away from him. Nope. So I think those are his targets, and they have a good running back core. They got a great defense. I think they're built to compete, but can they shake off this win and move forward? We'll see. Yep. All right. So let's go on to pick them. And like what we're going to do, just like we did uh, from a couple of weeks ago, we'll do the based off of who won last week. Since we were all tied, I'd go with the cumulative standings. So that goes Tom, Ian, Bobby. Order. It is. Swag. All right. So, starting on uh, Thursday night football, the Colts travel to Tennessee to play the Titans. The Titans are favored by two. Oh, that's. Why is that so close? I see it even. The fucking Colts. Oh, it is even now. You're right. The Colts and the Ravens were a pick'em. Interesting. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Titans. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ditto. Do it. Titans at home. Yep. Titans. I don't know what Vegas is seeing with the Colts. Like, I like the Colts, but I mean, to have them as a pick them against the Ravens, like, I threw money down on that one. So, Ian, how does a how do you bet on a, on a, on odds if it's even? Uh, it's usually it's just even. That's you bet seventy five, you win seventy five. You bet one hundred, you win one hundred. There's no there's no juice on it. Okay. I just... You just get your money back? All right. No, What's so it's just instead of it being like minus 110 or minus 105, 
then it's just even. Oh uh, no, but the over uh, but the over under is even. What on ESPN it says the over under the line is I mean, even the, the, the spread the spread. Yeah, the spread. Yes, the spread is even. That's a pick'em. Just and then the uh, odds, the juice stays the same. Gotcha. All right. The, so over under, you put, up, you put up equal money. Sorry, not this. Yeah. yeah, not the over under. Straight, it's straight up bet. Yeah, no, nobody. I bet you it. a dollar. What it is. Correct, and you would get a dollar back. Yeah. All right. Next game, the two and six Houston Texans travel to Cleveland to play the five and three Browns. The Browns are favored by three, Porter. I can't believe I'm going to pick the Browns, but I'm picking the Browns. Even though Texas just won, which uh, can't believe I didn't pick them last week. Um, but yeah, going Brownies. Part of me really wants to pick the Texans. Will Fuller is riding a super hot touchdown streak. He's going. It's in Cleveland, though, coming off a bye, and Baker Mayfield was just reinstated and practicing today. I'm going to go Browns, but Texans cover. Definitely. I think they're definitely going to be competitive. And it's a small line. So I think gonna be the, game. coming off this win is going to help, but uh, they got a lot of problems over there. J.J. Watt can only do so much. Ian, what you got? Uh, this is a tough one. Yep. These are the toughest. <laughs> I think I'm going <laughs> Texas has been playing better since Bill O'Brien, but no, I'm no, I want to go brownies. All I right. think we all should get some hey. brownies. Some I, 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 brownies. No, I, I want to take Houston too, Ian, because <laughs> I don't think the Browns are five and three good, and I don't no. think the Houston's are two and six bad. Correct. Yeah. Interesting. So there's going. There should be a correction. Oh, I want to take Houston. I do too. I might actually change my pick. It can only mm. hit red so many times. Black has to be coming. All right, I'm red again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right, uh, next game. Which one did you do? I picked Houston. Houston, you did it. God damn it! Damn it! He on the island. We're either gonna catch him or he's gonna trace us. He on that island. The one and seven Jacksonville Jaguars travel to Green Bay to play the Packers. <laughs> Packers are thirteen and a half point favorites. Uh, that is going to be GB <laughs> all day. GB Run it. GB. Run it. Yep. GB Even all though, day, um, and it's going to be bad weather. Jake Luton, whoever the quarterback was last week, played really well. What happened to Mishu? Quarterback Jake and. Whip up some offense. Did they bench Minshew? He was hurt. He got hurt. I think he had concussion protocol? I thought it was a thumb injury. I, I don't know. know. Maybe it was that too. Okay. The uh, game for the division next, uh, that is Porter. The 3-4-1 Philadelphia Eagles travel to New York to play the 2-7 and seven Giants. The Eagles are favored by three and a half. Where is it? It's in New York. Uh, New Jersey. Kind of want to go New York. Mm. Fuck. It'd be dumb. Yeah, I'm going New York. 
Estupido. Estupido. Dumb pick. I hate it. I'm going Giants too. God damn it. I really thought everybody was going to be going to Philly. Fuck <laughs> Philly. Philly's losing. You, Philly's I honestly dead. think New York is going to end up winning the division for some reason. New York should have beat Philly the I'm first time. And, yeah. they, and their defense is no joke. If their no, offense were solid. any better to keep them off the field long enough, sure. they'd be a much better team. But their defense is really fucking good. Yeah. You are correct, Porter. And I'm just going to keep proving my Carson Wentz theory. <laughs> Already conceded. Okay. You did. You did. <laughs> Tom didn't concede, though. I no. said what I said. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm out of beer. Whatever will I drink? Mm. Ian, what did you go with? I went to New York. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Are you drinking that cranberry Guinness, Bobby? I No, I had a regular Guinness now, but it was good. I will give you that. Right. Now, now I'm just having it's one. really weird. Some but red ocean wine. spray. Yeah. Yeah, cranberry juice and Guinness draft. It's Yeah, I don't want to try that. Have you guys Dude, heard of this yes, band, Fleetwood Mac? Crazy, I promise right? you. Yes, you do. <laughs> Bobby, get out. <laughs> <laughs> a little part of Tom just died. <laughs> I love Stevie Kicks. <laughs> Don't tell Megan like I a, said that. It's like her favorite. It's like an my <laughs> Is she not there? No, she's up there, but she's watching um uh what's that scary Below HBO Deck. show? No, she loves that show too though. What'd you what'd you say? The what show? Uh, love, oh my love, god, I'm going Eagles. Lovecraft Country. <laughs> Lovecraft. Oh, is that what that um Tom, you were the last one to pick. Everyone made their picks already. Is that is that on Netflix? No, never what you guys were talking the whole time. Is nope, that on Netflix with that uh, Bobby. Yeah. Is that Netflix that uh country singer with the wife who's going through chemo? No. <laughs> no. It's the HBO horror series. Lovecraft Country? Yeah. That's yeah, what it's based called. off that author. Yeah. Swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. <laughs> I was I was generally confused. It came up on my for you for Netflix of like what was trending. I was like, why would this looks depressing as fuck? I don't want to watch this at all. Nah, that ain't it, bro. Okay, so long winded. I'm going Eagles. <laughs> oh, Tom, is, you're still here. Yeah, it is. The it's NFC East great. is for like them times. to take. Um. Therefore, I'm going Philly. It looks like they're getting Miles Sanders back. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting week when when pa, when Tom puts himself Tom. on an island twice, and we yeah, haven't even twice. Yeah, we've only yeah. done what four picks. Yeah. <laughs> Tom either is going to break out, or it's just going to be sadness or joy for right. we get to that Redskins pick. Ooh. The. Where is it? Okay, I'm confused. Um, Next up is Buccaneers. Six and three. (laughs) Are you following along too? I just have my lines up. The six and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Carolina to play the three and six Panthers. The Bucks are favored by five and a half. That is to me, I am going Bucks. Tom's going to bounce back. Bobby? I think if the Bucks didn't get whooped like they did on Monday or Sunday mm-hmm. night, I think I'd be keen on picking the Panthers to pull off the upset. 
But I'm, I agree. I'm going to go Bucks. There's no way Brady gets blown out like that two two times in a row. Bucks for me, sir. Okay. All right. Next one, we got the three and five Denver Broncos travel to Vegas to play the five and three Raiders. The Raiders are favored by five. As my friend Kittens would say, Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> Just win, baby. <laughs> Path to ten and ten and six, and uh, that fi- six wild card spot. Let's go. Ian. Yeah. Yeah, the Raiders. Yep, I'm going Broncos. I'm, Doug. <laughs> I'm going Raiders. All right, next one. The Chargers travel to Miami to play the five and three Dolphins. Two Chargers are two and six. Dolphins are five and three. The Dolphins are favored by two and a half. That is a sneaky, sneaky close spread. That really is, though. This could be a really fun game. Ian, does that mean that technically the Chargers are favored? Like, doesn't the home team? Yeah, get yeah. Okay, Vegas. What do you know, Vegas? What's happening here? Because I want to bite on that one right now before the line changes. Just, and I am just a nibble. Just yeah. a nibble. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fins up. I'm doing it right now. Just, just a, just a nibble. And it's only a little nibble. Open a Roth IRA. <laughs> All right, Ian, who do you got? I got the Dolphins. Okay. Bobby? This could be a sneaky game of the week. Like, this could be high scoring. I'm surprised the... I could I could see the Chargers finally getting, like... They could. They could win. I can see this easily hitting the over of 48. But I think, like we touched on earlier before, their Dolphins defense is legit. I think they've Force a turnover or two late. Fins up, baby. Fins up, sir. Hey, Porter, the Bills, 7-2 Bills. This is the game of the week. 7-2 Bills travel to 5-3 and three Cardinals. Fuck. The Cardinals are favored by, what, it says minus 130? I see no line. Yeah, that means that means it's a pick em. Okay. Where's it at? Arizona or? Arizona. It's in Arizona. Fuck. Cardinals are playing great. They did suffer a couple of fucking losses. This year. I wish this game was on Monday Night Football. The, the world yeah. needs to see these. Kyler yeah. Murray needs to be on primetime TV. What is it? What is this? A four o'clock game? Something stupid? Yes, four o'clock. Yeah, of course. Four o five CBS. Oh, I have a minus two and a half. Have who? Cardinals. Minus two and a half. Cardinals are minus two and a half. Really? Mm-hmm. The minus one thirty was the money line. Got it. Bills. Bills Ooh. Mafia, baby. Look, would be so disappointed me if I picked otherwise. All right. Bob? Uh, I think Bill. Uh, Cardinals. I think the Bills are going to push it in their smug faces. Cardinals. Get out of here, Arizona. With your young coach, the Go fuck out of here. Go back to your indoor stadium. You <laughs> With your handsome coach. 
<laughs> just you, you McVeigh wannabe. All right, Ian, what you got? Bills Mafia. Let's let's about. fucking ride, border. That's what I'm talking about. All right, I'm it gonna is. go. I'm gonna go. I love it when we ride together and we're not we're not enemies on picks. Tom, That's true. Tom Cat. Tom Cat. Tom Cat. <laughs> Offense versus defense. I'm gonna give it to the home team. I'm just contrarian on the island. No, I picked the Cardinals no, no, too. Bobby picked them too. Oh, he did. Yeah. Mm. Oh, interesting. Mm. It's this side versus this side. All right. The six and two Seahawks travel to the five and three Los Angeles Rams. Why are these games at four o'clock? The, the Rams are favored by one and a half points. How? Um, I'm going to go with Seattle. I feel like the the Rams have overachieved. They're good, but Seattle's not going to have back to back bad games like this. That is my exact reasoning. Yep. Seattle. Yep. Sorry, McDreamy. Um, yeah, I would love to pick McDreamy, but Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Rams are a little lost right now. Um, I wish this game would be better. The four and five San Francisco 49ers traveled to New Orleans to play the six and two Saints. Saints are favored by nine and a half. Yeah, Saints are going to smoke them. How many injuries have. San Francisco has. It's not going to be good, especially at home for the Saints. Even though yep. Breeze, oh my God, has fucked me over twice this season so far playing shitty. Like Hall of Famer, my ass, maybe 10 years ago. He's All right. 43. <laughs> All right, hold on. 42. He's still Hall of Famer. <laughs> and twice, that's not that many. Matt Ryan has fucked me over at least Retire five times. Retire and open up a Jamba Juice already, okay? Fucking get out of here. Why don't you just start with your being a Fox News correspondent? Just get it over with. Yeah, there you go. Jesus Christ. His great-great-grandfather served in the war. Come on, that's disrespectful. Culture. All right. Um, Bobby, what you got? Saints. Ian? Oh, yeah, run it. I'm going to go Saints as well. I... That sucks that that spreads nine and a half because those are two teams that, you know, going into the season might have been the two best in the NFC. Um, all right. The two, five, and one Cincinnati Bengals travel to Pittsburgh to play the undefeated Steelers. The Steelers are favored by seven. Um, I'm going Steelers. That spread is lower than I expected. Joe um, Burrow. Could this good, be man. a, you know, Pittsburgh's gotten they, – they are very good. They are going to be one of the better teams at the end of the season. But I feel like they've also had a, a, a fair amount of um, fortuitous bounces so far. Mm-hmm. Is it Ian? Yep. Oh, it was, oh, Steelers for sure. Steelers. Steelers. There's a Cigar of the Month club. All right, so figured this out yet? Next one, twenty bucks a month. Of course, there's a cigar of the month. Yeah, no, but it's four separate cigars, four originals for twenty dollars a month, free shipping. Oh, poor! How am I? I'm doing this immediately. (laughs) How have I not seen this before? Tom is so mad. Sorry. (laughs) Yes, Steelers, Steelers, Steelers. The uh, the six and two Baltimore Ravens traveled to New England to pay. Play the three and five Patriots. The Ravens are favored by seven. Yep. Ravens. For sure. All right. All the Pat's sadness. 
Bobby. I may even wear some Ravens gear next weekend. Ravens. Pat should have lost it. (laughs) Pat should have lost to the Jets. Ravens by a lot. They cover. Yeah. I mean, Ravens Ravens play the Patriots well, even when the Patriots are really good. Right. So it's smoked, like embarrassed. Can you imagine? Well, because the Ravens have underachieved thus far, even though they're six and two. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Baltimore. Yeah. Can you imagine how uh, upset Ravens fans are going to be if they lose this game to the Patriots? They'll call for Harbaugh's head. Yeah. Which is absurd. They'll still win yeah. the Wait, Super Bowl. Is this a home game for, for Baltimore? No, it's in New England. This is in, it's in New England. I was going to say we should go. Um, I'm going. I'm going Ravens, but I think the Patriots will cover. They got a good defense. They'll keep them in. I agree. JC Jackson. I, I am a turp. All right, Monday Night curve. Football. Oh, this is awkward. Kirk Cousins is playing on Monday Night Football as his Vikings, three and five Vikings, travel to Chicago to play the five and four Bears. Oh shit! The Vikings are favored by two and a half. Oh god, that's crazy. I'm up. And I'm doing it. Sko Kirky. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that you wouldn't. Let's go Kirky. Oh. Dalvin Cook coming back. He look. He's a fucking monster. <sighs> um, Bob. Yeah. Uh, he's thinking. I know. Has Kirky ever won on Monday? I think he has no. one. Does he have one? Not with us. Did he have one with? The- Oh God, this is tough. No, because Colt McCoy won that one game. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Remember, remember the Vikings had a great game. I forget who they were playing, but they lost. At, was that like, the Seahawks the last... game? Yeah. Yeah. Well, was that Monday night? Or was that Sunday night? Kirk plays night. well on Sunday night. Green Bay. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm going to go Kirky, too. Damn. Come on, okay. Kirky. You know he's going to lose now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Porter, Porter, please pick against. <laughs> Minnesota, baby. Minnesota, baby. Minnesota, baby. Old Powell, baby. All right. The the game of the week as the football team travels to Detroit <laughs> to play the three and five Lions. The Lions are favored by four and a half points. Jesus Christ. Porter. <laughs> What you got? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking Lions. Uh, that's crazy. Jeez. You said Lions? Yeah, Lions. Oh, I thought you were just... Oh, I thought you were contemplating. Yeah, I thought you were yeah, contemplating too. I. Fucking uh, Lions. Fucking Lions, <laughs> huh? Um, never... What's the score, Greg? Hmm? We need a score. Something embarrassing that we could easily beat, like twenty-one to seventeen. Seventeen. All right, Bobby. Never forget that last year, the then Washington Redskins beat these exact Detroit Lions for one of our three count them three victories. Yep, hey, that's when Dwayne took the selfie at the end of the game when the game wasn't over yet. <laughs> 
That was he also was new. That, that was week, after the wedding. That was I was gonna say that also was after Abby's wedding weekend. So yeah. that was a good weekend for us. History. It's a great weekend. Oh, I really want to. Although pick. I lost my favorite lacrosse shorts, I'm furious still. But the like twenty year old ones. Yeah, my Maryland uh, lacrosse shorts from Maryland camp. Oh damn, that's uh... yeah. Shit. That was a big this might be the Guinness and wine talking, but with a full week of practice, I'm going to go to the Washington football team. <laughs> Fuck, why am I doing this? This is so stupid. Um, Washington football team by a stupid score. It. Oh, it's going to be like 20. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 22 to. No, hold on. That's, that's too stupid. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, we'll go 26 26 23 are you sure yeah <laughs> all right Ian what you got defense gets a stand at the end I'm gonna do this <laughs> and I'm gonna do this for the football team nation <laughs> I'm picking Detroit. Oh, wow! I already like wrote in. I, I guarantee you did write it because I mean that's a smart thing to do. <laughs> okay, Detroit. You know it's a lock. We're gonna win now. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this man's a true fan, ladies and gentlemen. He will give up it, his pickum for the it team. Pains me. Uh, twenty-eight. 28? You have a scoring 28 points? No, no. no, no that's oh, yeah, you're right. That's Detroit. I forgot. You, you just automatically assume that. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. 28-17. <laughs> oh. All right. I'm going Lions uh, 27-14. Matt Ryan plays. I mean, Matt Stafford plays when we play against him. So last year, we played against Jeff Driscoll or somebody I've never heard of. Um, so I'm on an yeah. island? Matt Stafford plays very well against us. Yes, you were on an island. Let's go. All right. So yeah, we did play that a is it for Pick'em. Uh, have a couple miscellaneous <laughs> items. Most importantly, guys, last Saturday night, our University of Maryland Terrapins Let's played the Penn State go. Nittany. And what happened, boys? Oh, uh, whooping. Whooping. Uh, a whooping. Well, Tom, we were 27 and a half and a point, 27 and a half point dogs. 27 and a half. Let me write that down. 27 and a half. <laughs> if you were to put $100 down on us winning the money line, you would have won $1,200. Did you put $100 on it? Fuck no. I'm not touching <laughs> the money line. I, did, I, I won both my bets on that game, though, which was nice. I Harley wish. did the over-under on the first half and the, and the second half. Guys, this wasn't even close. It was bad. It was Apparently, awesome. you need an audience to play well at fucking uh, State College. Apparently, you need a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that, you have a quarterback, and now our, all of a sudden our defense is like, you know what? We could play this game. <laughs> like, yeah. Our safeties now know how to cover. It's, it, yeah, it's num- a catalyst. Number th- wow, What's his God, cross? The safety cross on for Maryland night and day from the Minnesota, uh, the Northwestern game and the Minnesota game to the Penn How State good game. is Northwestern? 
they're gonna. I, I, I guess pretty fucking good. They're gonna win the West because <laughs> Wisconsin's never gonna play again because of COVID. Yeah. Northwestern. I I want bring on Northwestern rematch in the uh, Big Ten a, title game. Let's do it. Let's do it. I was excited for Ohio State, but let's yeah, get back to that Penn State. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Penn State. Dude, I was watching that shit on uh, Umo's roof. Elaine and I were watching the dogs. You were there. I was, I was having a cigar, watching it on Umo's TV while he was gone. And I was just like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> just watching a commando. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm drinking whiskey, smoking a cigar on his roof, on him, watching it on his TV, fucking watching him lose. I was just like, this is so good. Wow, your team's really I can't bad. I huh? him and rub it in because that would just be too mean because he was already just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Oh, but it was so good. That's beautiful. <laughs> Poetic justice. Oh man, it was fun. Too bad you're going. Was romantic. <laughs> too Guys, bad you're going over, commando. Right from the start, too. Um, St. John's cadet Raheem Jarrett, five catches, 144 yards, two touchdowns. Kid can play on the same play. I mean, this is what you get when you get Michael Oxley. Can he recruit? Yes. Can these guys turn into actual football players? After week one, we thought no, but over these past two weeks, it turns out yes. To his it brothers. Is, yeah, we'll see, really, we'll see. It is really nice to seeing a quarterback being able to throw a, a forward pass. Um, we haven't seen that in long, like um, since Sean Hill. <laughs> since Danny O'Brien. Well, yeah, did, what, yeah, yeah. Danny O'Brien. What about Scott McBrien? Like Scott McBrien. He um, that was awesome. He's at least a, a qu- he's a quarterback. He actually can play the quarterback because he can extend plays, he can run, he's athletic as fuck, he can throw. I like, love he's, he's honestly, got two who, who's playing NFL better than him right receivers. now. Maybe Justin Fields. He's definitely yeah, Justin Fields, you got it. But like outside of like the top three guys, who's playing better than him? Uh, not over the past two weeks. He's on fire. Right? It's probably Unreal. like him and like the BYU. I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess we can't count the North Dakota State guy because he played one game. Yeah, he opted out. Zach Wilson is a stud. Stud. And then, all, right, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Okay, you got it. But I mean, he's got to be on par with at least the Alabama guy. Yeah, and I and I like him. I like that he went to BYU, so that means he doesn't party. So like he's gonna be focused on the game, he's not gonna be hung over. So. That is true. They'll Same thing with Jimmer for dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Um, I know Maryland Ohio State got canceled um, this weekend. That sucks. Was it canceled or postponed? I don't know. Canceled, not rescheduled. It's like canceled. Yeah. It was canceled. They scared. Who said something inappropriate? Um, nice. Thank you. Um, all right, that blows. Were you going to take the? Were we going to cover the spread, Ian? One hundred percent. I was going to cover the spread, taking the points. Everyone, I've seen every like major college football betting perfect whatever say before the game was canceled. Take it, take Maryland with the points. Take it. He's like, like I told you guys, the AD of Maryland was at the bar the other day. Yeah, your best friend and Damon. Damon. He had and to put out a statement today. <laughs> Because eight guys got he COVID. Said, that sucks. He did say he was like he was like no don't don't get it twisted. He's like Ohio State's the better the better team. He goes but a hundred percent I would take the wood because he's not betting on it. 
that I would take the take the spread and the over. Because then he even referred to the Penn State Ohio State game, how close that was, and they went over, and we dominated Penn State. Not saying we would win, but some schools are just not serious about college football. I mean, I mean it definitely just, could have been a rematch be of about it the They're Ohio State game two years ago apparently. with Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like a high scoring game, and then comes down to the wire. God, we should have won that, that fucking game. So oh, when, my God. When Piggy missed that one. For- he was wide open. Wide open. Tom, you and I were watching at your house. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. So on to another sport. The NBA offseason starts really soon. The draft, I believe, is in about a week. It's when? Yeah, a week from tonight. Um, as of now, the Wizards are mocked to uh, center from USC Onyeka. Kongwu, who is comp is Bam Adebayo, which is what the Wizards need because yep. offense is not a concern; it is defense. Defense, rebounding. Give me a big boy who plays hard. Protect the rim. That'd be nice. Get fifteen I mean, boards a game. If if his comp is Adebayo, then yeah, sign me up. Because that is exactly the kind of uh, athlete we would need on the on the team. You know, I I'd be interested to see if like Obi Toppin would be there at nine, the Dayton guy. I know he's not a center, but you know the NBA is more and more positionless, and I could see a scenario where you just play him with Rui and uh, hopefully Bertans and just run. Yep. I please this, with Bertans. This draft. What, what about Bertans? I just said please with. Please with, yeah. Please. This draft is going to be so interesting because, of course, this is the draft class that their seasons got cut short. We mm-hmm. have a good idea of how they play, but like they obviously didn't finish their seasons in their conference tournaments and the NCAA tournament. So it's really up. And also, there's no, I mean, Tom and Ian, correct me if I'm wrong, but. In my mind, there's no clear cut number one or two or three. Like who? I mean, it's anyone, probably going to be the um, the youngest ball brother, Lamelo. There's how can he be that good? I, I just can't imagine. He does look that good. Though. Does he really? Yeah, he, he looks lot, really dude. fucking good. He's six foot seven. Is six the foot seven point are any of the ball brothers good? He's the best. This one, mm-hmm. yeah. Was it was yeah, he, like if you look at it, he actually reminds me a lot of Luca. Like if you watch him play overseas, like he looks like Luca. It's pretty impressive. I mean, if yeah. he turns out, then kudos to him and his dad for just skipping college altogether and going to play overseas. Gonna start a whole new thing. A whole new thing. That's gonna be I would th- do that. If he like, yeah, make money while you're doing it. Are you kidding me? If he pans out, that is for sure gonna become a thing. And it's way more translatable than it, than it used to be. So, oh yeah, um, outside shooting, spread yeah. out, spread the spread the court. Yep. So we'll we'll also see um, Stick Smith get drafted. Most looks like he's projected towards like the second half of the first round. That's awesome. I think I could see him going to um, like a, a good a playoff team and coming off the bench, being like the eighth or ninth guy. He'd be fantastic at that and grow into a, a starter one day. I hope he goes to Atlanta. Yeah, how about this? We, 
we trade back and get another asset and then draft Jalen Smith at towards the end of the first round. And he'd probably start for us. He probably would. Yep. I mean, I'd be um, okay with that. He looks huge. Yeah. That training stuff. Where the fuck was that muscle when he, whatever. Yeah. Um, COVID stole so a national championship from Maryland. Changed my mind. About the wizards. Um, Berton, stay or go? Stay. Stay. I know he. <laughs> Please stay. I I assume you you're envisioning an offense with John Wall, Brad, him, and Rui together. <laughs> Tom, it like it makes you very excited. Basketball, it chubs me up like just immediately. <laughs> it's the the thought of them, like Breton's already was one of the best. Three point shooters in the league. Yep. If and not that the without, best. if not the best. Yep. And then you give John Wall another the, toy. The fucking another toy. And so you got Bradley Beal on one side, Bertans on the other. What the hell are you going to do? John Wall slash it like that immediately opens it up. John's going to go right down the middle and then just find every corner threes. Corner threes all day. You're so, you're selling the shit out of this right now. I want all of that. <laughs> Which means we're not going to be able to resign him. He's he's going to cost a lot, and it's so true. But you know what? It's actually good that John didn't play this year for that reason, because he would have done even better and would have attracted even more money. It's it's one of those things where I feel like like let's say if we offer Breton like four for four for seventy mil, but someone offers him four for eighty five, I feel like his value would be better here. Like he'll play the length of that contract here. Because he's in a system that works for him, that that's fits for fits him. So schematically, I, I feel like he knows the answers here. But yes, um, it's crazy. Test the waters. It's yeah, it's crazy to think that like just adding a young, uh, popular name, upcoming center talent mm-hmm. makes this team. Not just competitive in the East, but like all that more interesting. Like all in. Like I will watch every game if you get like they're going to score a lot of points. A stud center. Because that's what they're missing. They've got role players too. Love Troy yeah. Brown. I, I think he, he did something good. I think they've got, and you know, I mean, is this um, this is Brooks's uh, last season yeah. under contract? Yeah. Maybe he coaches his ass off. Who knows? I mean, they just, I mean, this, this is why they shouldn't have fucking been in the bubble because they would have a higher draft pick, but I digress. And you know what? The, the part that makes me the most upset, look at our roster now and look at our roster if we never traded Ke- uh, Kelly Oubre. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ian feels personally attacked right now. Why would you say that, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did we get back from Oubre? Trevor Ariza. <laughs> forgot about Did it. you forget about that? Buddy? Oh, my God. That's when um, Ernie gave the wrong Brooks name. <laughs> yeah, it got no- oh, my God. I told why <laughs> Shows how much I follow the NBA. But, oh, my God. We gave up Kelly Oubre for a fucking 35-year-old. 35-year-old Trevor Ariza. I love Trevor. I loved him yeah, his first time. I loved his first yeah, time he was, he was he got a max contract because of John Wall also. Yeah. You're welcome. 
And then he comes back. Love Trevor Reason. Look, this is not Trevor's no fault. Way, shape, or form. This is not Trevor's fault. This is Ernie's no. fault. Like oh, younger, better Trevor Reason. Even his rookie season, you were like, he can play. It, it's, it's, you could see his fastball. It works. Yes, it was there. Wasn't, All the tools were there. Wasn't Kelly like second or third team All NBA defense? Or something. Not with us. No, no, no. Like, with the, no, just this past oh, year with, with the Suns. Oh, I don't know. Wasn't I mean, he? He's, he's I, capable of it. That, didn't he have a great defensive year? Defender, like as a rookie. Yep. And now he can. Now he's a two-way player. Yep. Yeah, he can score. Um, news the NBA today is uh, Russell Westbrook has requested a trade. Um, he wants to go to a place that's more suited to him, like he, like it was in Oklahoma City. Um, Good luck with that. Like, like, what does that even mean? Where are you going to go, bud? Where do you go? Did you see Becca MVP? She said mm-hmm. Westbrook would be a good backup for Wall. She was kidding, though. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, so Ubre was involved in the, that trade talk with Chris Paul? Oh, I didn't know that. That would make sense. Thunder don't value Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre in a Chris Paul trade. Phoenix would be a good spot for Chris Paul. And would I, be. I feel like Oklahoma would be a good spot for Kelly. Or here. I Come mean, back. yeah, here. <laughs> God damn it. Please. God damn it! It's not like we, we need we need perimeter defense or anything. No, no, no. Ian, are you joining the uh, basketball fantasy league? Yeah, I'll do it. We got to find more people. We'll get there. Porter's in for sure. I didn't know that that was a thing. Ah. Oh, Tommy, you didn't ask. You, you didn't ask Ian. I, Ian, I put it on the other group chat. I'm not sure if you saw it. That is it. Okay. Rags in. I'm on it. Yep. This is Rags' idea. I love everything that just was said. I have one. I love everybody. All right. All right, love bug. So, I believe we're at like the hour. Okay, love bug. Well, what did Megan say the over under was? Oh, shit. I don't think she did. I don't think she, she didn't say it this week. But we are at we're at an hour thirty exactly. Perfect. Hey, right. Porter, it's your day. It's your moment. Oh it's shit! Your time. Brian <laughs> Gregory's time. I just played Call of Duty all day. I have I have nothing for this. Um, he's gonna rate Call of Duty. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, uh, okay. If you don't have one, I have, I have a question for you then. What's up? What is your favorite military movie? Tropic That's Thunder. Tough. That's really, really tough. That's like. I think uh, I know this one. Hmm? I think I, think I, I know this one too. It's Full Metal Jacket, right? No. No. I mean, the joke answer. Hold on, wait. Don't answer it. Let Ian guess. Okay. Yeah. I'm really curious if Ian knows it. Ian, what's your guess? Uh, we were soldiers. <laughs> That's up there. That's top three easily. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Toy soldiers. Toy soldiers? 
Isn't small Robin soldiers? Williams? Small soldiers. Small soldiers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck. They're toys and soldiers. Was toys with Robin Williams. <laughs> Toy Story <laughs> with Tom Hanks. You know uh, that Arnold movie? No. Um, the joke answer is Major Payne. Um, yeah. But uh, favorite military movies? Is it Dirty Dozen? I love the Dirty Dozen. Yeah, that's top three. It's got to be between Black Hawk Down and Saving Private Ryan. Not Black Hawk Down. Black Hawk Down's a good movie, but it's not it's not up there for me. There's a lot of like I I think the nineties or excuse me, early two thousands fucking military movies were a lot of like a caricature of military bravado. I think they played the Delta guy really well, but they played the Rangers like a bunch of, you know, like teenage wannabes. Like it was I, I think uh, if you were to talk to Bad, Pat Bacon about the way that they portrayed like Rangers in that movie, I'd be like, no, we don't, we don't fucking act like a bunch of high school kids ready to go play fucking varsity football. Like it was, like it was odd. Um, uh, the book's really good, obviously, in all those situations. But favorite military movie, Platoon, fantastic. Uh, Apocalypse Now, which really isn't about the military and more just the Vietnam War, also really, really good. Um, modern ones. That one with the Navy SEALs. Uh, something Active Valor. Active Valor. I liked because of the fact that they, their tactics, the only reason for that uh, that I thought was great. The actors were actually Navy SEALs, which kind of downplayed it a lot and wasn't really great. But when they, the one of the first, I... I was like oh my god this movie's gonna be amazing and then i was disappointed was when they were leaving uh to xville and the boats came in with the mini guns and just smoked everybody um when they were getting chased after does anyone remember that in the movie they like they pick up the hostage they're rolling down the um on the road and they're getting chased by the bad guys and they just drive straight into the water and then the boat that's about to pick them up has three mini guns and just destroy everything that was, I was like, oh my god, I joined, I joined the wrong thing. I should have been a boat gunner in the navy. Oh my god, <laughs> and worked with seals. Um, yeah, that's really tough. I really don't have a solid answer. Um, Saving Private Ryan is a great movie. I love the old, the old ones, um, like uh, Green Beret with uh, John Wayne. Uh, I love that movie. I watched that with my dad growing up. Dirty Dozen. Watched that with my dad growing up. Dirty Dozen is a fantastic movie. Um, Overrated. Shut up. Um, especially when they kill all the Nazis at the end. That was satisfying. Um, but everybody ends up dying in it. Spoiler alert. 50 years later. Um, yeah. That's tough. I don't know. I'm sure there's something I'm missing right now that's just like not on the top of my head. There's like a military movie that I love. Um, but yeah, we were, we were soldiers is probably up there as, as being the best just because of that Colonel that they're talking about reminds me a lot of general Mattis and who he was, who he was as a leader and what he did for his, his men when the seventh cavalry started uh, um, using helicopters for the first time in, in Vietnam and, overcoming massive odds and clear leadership just glorifying 
fucking chaos and brutality. But it's a good movie. Okay. I would say, I thought you were going to say like the first half of um, Full Metal Jacket. It is nuts. It's a, I, I love that movie. I don't associate those with a military movie, though. Mm-hmm. I, I associate those more with a drama about the backstory of what they're trying to describe, which was the Vietnam War. Same thing with like Apocalypse Now, um, where it's, it's really the, the military is a character in a bigger movie kind of thing. But it is, I love that movie a lot. Yeah. Pearl Harbor. Fuck you. <laughs> Bobby, this what? is the third time you're getting kicked out of your own podcast. <laughs> Come on. It's not my podcast, it's our podcast. The only thing Pearl Harbor got right in that movie was his best friend fucks his girlfriend in the military. That <laughs> is the only authenticity of that movie whatsoever. Jesus. <laughs> uh, is that a thing that happens? <laughs> it's the only real thing. Uh, 1917 and Dunkirk were great as far as like True. Oh, that is true. 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 I didn't see Dunkirk. I didn't see that one. But I didn't see Dunkirk. Tom, either. you got a list of like the great. top 20 best military movies, and I'll just go through and be like, that sucks. That's good. That sucks. <laughs> it's a Roger. Roger checking. Roger checking. <laughs> That's easier for me. Like, literally, nothing's coming to my mind right now, and I know I watch a ton of them. According to Rotten you know what's Tomatoes, not good is Mile Twenty Two with movies. with Mark Wahlberg. That was straight garbage. You said Mark Wahlberg. It probably was going to be garbage. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh come on! I like Transformers Four. <laughs> well, that was fourteen though. Oh, whatever. Transformers Four really started it for me for the series. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe want to watch the other ones. It really just revamped the franchise. All right, so. From 10 to 1, 10th is Apocalypse Now. Nice. 9th is Lawrence of Arabia. Fuck out of here. 8. I know this one has bothered you, The Hurt Locker. Hate that fucking movie. That movie like sucks. Every <laughs> fucking like veteran hates that fucking movie. Fucking bullshit. Yes, but us, for, for us laymans, it was really good. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I have seven. that EOD text like that guy though, who's just fucking insane. You just, have to be, <laughs> yeah, just absolutely batshit fucking insane. Not that, um, over the top, over the top, and that like uh, not disobedient. What's the word? Um, insubordinate. Insubordinate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never saw um, that Number seven, Doctor Strange, love or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Oh, I love Doctor Strange. Number six is Army of Shadows. Number five, I remember watching this in high school, All Quiet on the Western Front. That was a great movie. That's a good one. And a really good book. Uh, Number four, Dunkirk. Number three, The Battle of Algiers. I don't even know what that is. Who, Who wrote this? Rotten Tomatoes. Of course. Number two, La Grande Illusion. Number one is Casablanca. Casablanca, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I think I think you're. I understand why you used the word military movie, but I think it should be war movie. Yeah, I. 
Because yeah. if you say military, technically Casablanca is a military because there are military members involved, but it's not a war movie. It's nothing to actually do with the actual war, right? All right. So then Esquire has one, The Hurt Locker, The Big Red One, Come and See. What the are Big Red movies? One and Come and See. Saving <laughs> <laughs> Private Ryan. That's what okay, she said. There's one. Thank you. The so Thin I got... Red Line. Thin Red Line was a good movie. That was a good movie. That's with um, uh, is that with the uh, um, Michael J. Fox? Roger checking. I'm pretty sure it's with Michael J. Fox, Colin, um, Sean Penn, Sean Penn, Michael J. Fox. Yep. Woody Harrelson's in that. Okay. Yep. Yep. Right. That is a great fucking movie also about more about vietnam than um as and the military is the actual characters in it but it's it's a really good basically the the main character michael j fox is a draftee in a war that and is thrust into a platoon that's just like off the fucking rails like burning villages raping women killing people you know without him and he's like torn between well not torn he does um, report them to command and his struggle with trying to survive Vietnam amongst people that he, who don't trust him. Um, and it's, it's a really, it's a really good movie. It's heartbreaking uh, and incredibly hard to watch at times. Um, but very, very good. What about Forrest Gump? Very good. Not a war movie. Okay. No, I mean, there's a, there's a good part of it that involved, revolves yeah. around Vietnam. Oh, I thought you were fucking around. No, no, no. A good chunk of it revolves around Vietnam War. Yeah, chunk of his ass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Put> me. <laughs> Something bat me. That's one of my favorite parts of it. And then also when he's talking to the drill instructor of like, damn it, Gump, why did you do that so fast? Because you told me to, drill sergeant. <laughs> damn it, Gump. That's the best fucking answer I've ever heard. <laughs> and then when Lieutenant Dan tells him to go into the hole, and he's just like smoking a cigarette like, Gump, hole. It's like, yes, Lieutenant Dan just throws his fucking helmet off and just <laughs> dives straight into the fucking rat hole. Like, it, it's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, anybody who's ever done that has been completely fucked up for the rest of their life. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> um, where are all the Coast Guard movies? Uh, they don't exist. Uh, they do. There's literally one called Coast Guard. There was a Kevin Costner one with Kevin Costner with Ashton Kutcher. Okay, yep. I remember seeing that. You take it back, Greg. That's okay. I got, I got you. I got you. So I got from Hulu, number ten, Hackslaw Ridge, which I like that that movie. I didn't think it was great, but it was a really good movie. A little, little too Jesusy for me, but Um, a little bit too much points of who he was. Uh, Patton. Platoon, love Platoon. Um, Braveheart. I mean, I guess uh, technically it is war. Yeah, Bridge on the River uh, Kwai. Mm. <laughs> no, but we're talking about American War. America. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, Apocalypse Now, Deer Hunter, Inglorious Bastards, and Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Deer Hunter, if you haven't seen it, is incredibly depressing and very fucking long. Um, can't, oh, wait. Is Can't wait. Can't wait. Insane. 
Like Deer Hunter is a ridiculous fucking movie. Like good God. And depicted in Porter's pretty paintings. Yeah. <laughs> hey. yeah. Dick Hunter. Vidi Mao. Vidi Mao. Jesus. They're all playing is it does anyone has anyone seen that movie? Have any desire to see that movie? I mean, I know it was made in the nineteen seventies and I'm not gonna, you know, ruin anything. I've seen it. The uh Russian roulette scene and like the sh- that when they do the flashbacks to like them being prisoners of war, like fuck that. Fuck that. No. No. A million times. No. Ugh. Sorry. No, I think like those times, like I had I literally had like we talked about this like all the time when we were leaving and we were going through like the workup of stuff of like we'd hear about people like more specifically in Iraq getting separated because it's all urban environments and like not being used as a prop for propaganda, like cutting people's heads off was super popular back then. It was in, it was in fashion, um, kidnap Americans and do that shit. And I had a grenade, a, a single grenade pouch on my chest that I, I painted a smiley face on that was just my fuck you grenade. No, <laughs> no you're not deer hunting me. No, thank you. And here you are. Yeah. Bright and, bright, bright and bushy tailed. Such a happy camper. There you are. <laughs> Talking about four suicide. Guys, I got to switch. Well, this was fun. This is a fun exercise. I like this. I like, I like where this conversation went. I'm glad I brought it there. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, bought an, say, I bought a Nintendo Switch. Oh. For the Tell me house. your first game was Mario Kart. Ooh, it was the second game, actually. Nice. All right. What was the first? uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. So it's a combination. It's three games. So it's Super Mario 64, Super Mario Mario Galaxy, and um, what's the third one? Uh, I have it right here. I don't know. But it's basically three games in one. And then I also got Mario Tennis. So if you guys want to come... I, wait, I haven't opened it yet. I haven't even played it yet. No, it's for the house. Really? It's for the new house. Because I don't want to set it up here and then we're moving in two days. So it's like, I'm just going to wait till we get to the new house and, and open it. That's, I, don't, that's I don't know how you do that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm agreeing with Ian. I have no idea how you do that. I know. I, 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 I wanted shiny new toy in the box. It'd be I know. I would immediately. immediately play that. I, I really wanted to play, especially the Super Mario, because Super Mario 64 was Wait, like, was this Healy's idea? No, it was 100% mine. Okay. So that's how I convinced, not convinced her, but like uh, justified getting it. Cause I was like, cause the Xbox Series X and the PS5 are coming out. And I was like, I might get one of those. She was like, but you don't play video games that much. I was like, yeah, cause I don't have a dope ass system. And like, she's like, I don't know. And I was like, well, I'm also considering getting a Switch. And she was like, why would you get that? I was like, cause that's something we could play together. Like, we could play Mario Kart, we could play Mario Tennis, we could play Mario Party. You know, we could play stuff like, and also like when people come over, we could have people like have foursome play like Mario Kart, like drunk driving. Yep. That's so much fun. Like everyone loves Mario Kart. Like you can't can't deny that. And she's like, "Oh damn, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> so I have Mario Kart, and I've got Mario Tennis, and the Super Mario is for me because Super Mario sixty four was like one of my favorite games growing up on my N sixty four. So I'm super pumped. It was. But if anyone have you got anyone played a switch? I've never even played a switch yet. Never once. Well, I'm gonna I get. My, I think my brother has one. <laughs> like downstairs, I would, I would assume he does. <laughs> um, Upstairs. 
All right. But uh, I'm going to get extra controllers, so if we ever want to do a and Nintendo Switch game night, come hey, on yeah. over. Let's do yes, it. please, and thank you. And, and oh, Ian, I just thought of the other two. Darts, too. I took the dartboard down because we got to move the dartboard. The fact that we haven't, have, haven't even played virtual darts. Yeah, but in the new house, in the new house, we can play all the time. Yes. Oh, I thought of the other two, Lone Survivor and American Sniper. Lone Survivor is good. Both were good. I think I I I loved American Sniper. Yeah. Same. Yeah, because he's also just a genuine fucking awesome person. Mm-hmm. But Lone Survivor was good just because the did he really kill some like kill that guy from miles away or something? Wasn't oh he? yeah yeah no he's fucking badass fucking really good at doing that shit. It's like it's so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. The the math involved in accomplishing that in the environment that he did it in. I mean, let alone just doing it straight, cold, shooting that far is really fucking hard. And then you throw in the fact that he's getting shot at on all sides and fucking, you know, sandstorm coming in. Oh, wait, my my evac is leaving. Um, I might get stuck here and killed. Hang on a sec. Let me take a deep breath and take this shot real quick. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. But a uh, lone survivor, the, uh, I think the best part of the movie is the, the story about afterwards, the guy who helped him. Um, and I, I'm, I'm probably saying it wrong, but the, and I think I talked about it before on the podcast was like Pashtun or not Pashtun, a Pashtun Wally or whatever it is where Pashtun culture or tribal culture in Afghanistan supersedes Islam. So even though he, as an American, wasn't his ally, really, and it detrimentally affected him because he offered him asylum into his village and he was a village elder, he's obligated by Pashtun um, culture to protect him, regardless of how it's going to affect uh, him personally, and saved his life became very good friends even brought him to the states to visit and then a couple years later due to the popularity of not only the movie but also finding out who he was the taliban found him and and killed him because of it um but yeah medal of honor winner um murph um it's just insane story of the shit they had to do just fucking nuts and the hardest workout ever yep All right, Bob. We'll wrap it up, dude. Yeah, let's do it. That was a good episode. We're gonna hit under the two-hour mark, so that's good. That's good for us. Um, thanks, for everyone, us. thanks everyone for listening and uh, tuning in. And uh, sorry for the week-long break, but once next week hits, you know, schedule allows, we'll be, we'll be back. We'll be pre- or I guess recapping the Washington Football Team's game against the Detroit Lions and then previewing the following week's game against Cincinnati and of course upcoming Thanksgiving Day battle against the Cowboys. Be sure to follow us on all your favorite platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and SoundCloud. Give us a subscription, rate, subscribe, uh spread the word, let everyone know. Uh we really appreciate everyone who tells talks us up and um Gives us all the good ratings, and we love hearing from everyone in person or via text how much they enjoy the show. So that goes a long way. You guys Very are much. Uh, 
Don't go forgotten. That means a lot to all four of us. We really appreciate it. Also, give us a follow on social media, PMIC Podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, we try to remain as active as possible on all three of those accounts, so give us a, a subscribe. I promise we will not flood your timelines with too much crap. For the boys, at Ian underscore Foster 21, for Ian on Twitter, at Tom underscore Natalie, and at SexyVet69 for Porter. I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow and tweet us talking about all things Terps, Washington football team, Wizards, Caps, Nats, O's, not Ravens, Defenders. not Penn State. Uh, <laughs> be sure to give us a follow and uh, interact with us. We love talking in a friendly uh, format on Twitter and uh, uh, about all of our local DC sports. Thanks for listening again, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Have a good weekend. Again, thanks to all your veterans. I uh, hope you enjoyed your Veterans Day, and we'll see you after the game. Hey, Tom, will you grow a goddamn beard? Jesus. I can't. <laughs> <laughs>